0: Lord, the people out here saying that Cardi B and Offset might get back together. We're going to have to talk about it. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mickey. It's just me and this mic sitting here. And for whatever reason... I just decided I wanted to talk about cheating this week. So for the most part, typically, I get my inspirations from the shows for whatever is going on out in the culture, whatever is going on out in the world. But this week, first of all, the only thing that was out there in the world was surviving R. Kelly. And when I say one, I've already done a podcast episode on that. And I don't have any more energy, effort to have that man rolling around in my spirit. So I couldn't do it. I I really just could not do a whole another episode on that. So I decided to do something else. And I've been hearing a lot, just kind of like in the streets. And I've been talking to a lot of my friends, family, sorority sisters, everything. And there's this whole like whispering in the culture that everybody thinks that Cardi B is going to go back to Offset. And I was like, you know what? That with the whole Wendy Williams thing that's going on might be perfect, a perfect episode for the podcast. So if you've been living under a rock, Cardi B, up and coming female rapper and Offset, one of the members of the Migos, um, apparently, I don't know if I can say allegedly, I think I think we're all very clear that he's cheated and has tried to cheat multiple times, but we'll just say allegedly. Um, apparently he was trying to set up some sort of alleged threesome between him and these other Instagram girls or girls that are trying to come up in the industry, something like that. Cardi found out about it. It was all in the blogs. One of the girls spilled the beans. And then we saw him trying to apologize with all these roses and everything in the middle of her show. We could talk about how disrespectful that is. That'll be a whole nother episode. But then we saw over, I want to say Thanksgiving or Christmas holiday break, that they were together in like Puerto Rico somewhere jet skiing and and living their best life. And the question kind of comes up. What is it about cheating? Men versus women, women versus men, same sex couples, whatever. Cheating. Let's talk about it. So the first thing that I want to ask you guys is, one, have you ever been cheated on? Two, have you ever been the person that cheated on someone else? I will absolutely raise my hand and say that I've been cheated on multiple times in different relationships and in the same relationships. Once I knew about it, it was up to me to make decisions. And for the most part, I don't think as an adult I've been cheated on that I know of. We'll say that. But in my younger years of dating men, of course. I say, of course, very poignantly. And it's almost kind of crazy, right? We as women, we almost kind of like expect it. So, like, I was asking my girlfriends before I started to do this episode, before I started to record. I start calling and texting and I sent something out on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. I just asked and I asked my female counterparts, have you guys ever been cheated on? And literally the wording that I got back was, of course, of course. Like we expect it for the most part. It's not even that shocking to us. It's shocking to us in the moment. But afterwards, when we look back at it, the word that we use again, language is powerful. Is of course I remember I asked like some male best friends or male friends excuse me um, a couple of my guy friends and guys that I create content with and everything and I asked I said have you ever been cheated on a relationship of course not literally again language matters of course not they couldn't imagine the women that they were with stepping out on them but in the reverse situation we almost kind of like are surprised If you have a relationship for a long period of time and he doesn't step out, what does that say about us? (laughs) What does that say about men? What does that say about women? What does that say about relationships in general? There's a couple of things that I, I really cannot stand. Whenever there's a cheating allegation, whenever somebody finds out that another person has cheated, one is women versus women. And this is what I mean. Let's say if I'm with a guy, I find out that he cheats on me and I immediately go after the woman. I might call her a slut, a whore, a homewrecker, you know, a pigeon, a, a, a trick, trap, all this type of stuff. And that happens a lot. We fight other women. We go off on other women. We'll forgive our men. but We immediately go after her as if she is the problem, as if she is the one that caused the discourse in our relationship. She's not. My opinion on this is very simple. And it does, it takes a lot of maturity, I think, to get to that point. If your man, your boyfriend, your husband, whoever he is to you, if he cheats on you with another woman, that is not her responsibility to keep him faithful. Hear me with your heart, not just your ears. It is not her responsibility to keep your man in his relationship. I just blew your wig back, didn't I? This is what I mean by that. If that's your husband, who stood next to you and said vows in front of God, whoever, friends and family? Your husband did. She's not in a relationship. He is. He is the one that cheated. So why would we put more responsibility on her, this outsider, than we would on the person that's in the relationship? I've never understood it. I remember the days when I used to watch, literally like the last time I watched, Ooh, when I'm at my be- when I'm at my best friend's house in Detroit, I always watch Love and Hip Hop because it's such a crazy thing to me. Because I never watch it at home because so I don't even have cable. But like the the stories and things, and I'm like, first of all, none of this stuff can be real. But it's so ridiculous that sometimes it can be entertaining. Sometimes it's tragic most of the time, but it can be entertaining. The last time I watched Love and Hip Hop, which one is it? New York was when there was this whole triangle between. Tara, Amina, and Peter Guns. And I remember seeing these two women go back and forth over this same man who was, for the most part, playing everybody. He would leave one, go with the other, married, secretly married one, then cheated on his wife, went back with the original baby mama, had a baby with her. She thought she was the last baby mama. Then whoop, I went back to my wife and had a baby with her. And that got revealed. It was so crazy. And again, I'm seeing these women feel like they have to compete with each other. Crazy, right? Did he get any of that blame, that responsibility? No. Who wins at the whole situation? He does. Who loses? Everybody does. I've heard time and time again that we give men these excuses. You know, boys will be boys. They have wandering eyes. It's hard for a man to say, my, you got to do what you can to keep your man. I've heard that time and time and time again. But why is it my responsibility to keep you from doing what you're supposed to do in the first place? My responsibility is to be your woman, right? Your responsibility is to be my man. I get tempted every day, every single day. One of the best Comedy performances I love I want to say it was a Chris Rock, Big Aaron Blacker And he said He has this whole joke about Where literally every time a woman goes out Every time a man is nice to her That's just him offering dick Let me open the door for you Would you like some dick? Can I get this for you? Would you like some dick? If a woman wanted to go out right now Immediately and just have sex with anybody It would be very easy for us to do We exhort self-control that's not to say that women don't cheat. Of course we cheat. Of course women cheat. But again, it seems like the dynamics between a woman cheating and a man cheating are completely different. I'm trying to think of like a, an instance in like the culture, not even like my culture, but just popular culture where there's been a woman cheating. I can think of so many instances where a man has cheated. Let's think of Kristen Stewart. Twilight right Bella from Twilight I remember when this whole big thing came out that she was cheating with the director of Snow White and the Huntsman or something like that and everybody railed on Robert Pattinson at the time she was a whore she was a slut she was a tramp you should never have ever given her the time of get day again after that but he did and he got railed on in the press for it why I've seen video after video after video of everybody from the game to just everybody saying, Cardi, take that man back. He's sorry. He didn't mean it. She didn't mean nothing. Don't let that woman break up your happy family. What? That woman, them women didn't break up our happy family. He broke up our happy family. Why is it that we always have to be the ones to be passive? We always have to forgive. We always have to look the other way. We always have to get over this turmoil. We always have to be the forgiving, the nurturing, the come on back. We'll make sure that we do better this time. Why is it always us? We're supposed to have this ride or die chick mentality. That's what every man is always looking for. At least that's what I hear. I want my girl to ride for me. If I go to jail for 10 years, she better be waiting when I come home. Is it the same? Flipped around? Do y'all sit and wait for us? Let's take Papoose and Remy Ma. Perfect example of how the roles can be flipped in the right way. But it seems like they're more the exception than the rule. How many men do I know that will literally patiently wait by and come to see their woman constantly? Men's prison, we're constantly going to see them. My cousin actually has a business where she literally takes people to go see People in prison. And it's literally mostly all women going to see their men. When a woman gets locked up, does anybody go see her? Does her man make sure that he lines up, that he gets rides to go out to take that two, three, four, five, six hour trek out to Jackson, wherever she is. Make sure he's putting money on her books consistently. Make sure he's going out there taking those jailhouse photos. Does it always happen like that? And it doesn't. And I think that's kind of like the juxtaposition of how we treat and how we raise our boys versus our girls. I have a brother, a younger brother, and I'm gonna make sure I point that out. He is younger than me. We were raised completely different, okay? For me, it was always, you know, make sure, you know, you're a lady. You always wanna act like a lady. Don't curse. Ladies don't curse. Close your legs, cross your legs. Make sure you dress a certain way. You don't want to attract certain attention. You don't want to go out too late at night. You don't want to go out with a man by himself. You always drive and meet the guy at the location for safety and for security reasons. Make sure that you hold on to it. My mom always called it my jewel. Make sure that you hold on to your jewel until you get married. You don't want to give it away. From my brother, complete opposite. My brother had more freedom than I did. And he's two years younger than me. My brother went out. He stayed out. Yeah, uh, he didn't go out until he was a little bit older. But still, everything was so different. I even remember when we traveled. So like when my brother graduated from high school, he went into the military, went to the Air Force. My brother went all around the world. He lived in Japan, Germany, everywhere. He was going to Paris for the weekends. I remember when I went to Europe. Everybody was freaking out. (laughs) My dad literally was like, I want a report of where you are. I need a list of every location. I want a printout of every U.S. embassy, every location where you're going to be. And you're not allowed to stay in any hostel if it's more than five miles away from a U.S. embassy. I had the hugest phone bill, AT&T phone bill, when I came back from Europe. Because my dad called me every single day. My mom called me every other day. I gotta make sure i talk to you are you okay are you going out alone i was like 27 years old at the time 27 28 something like that it was crazy my brother had literally traveled the world by the time he was like 21 22 years old but me almost 30 i got all these restrictions on me because i'm a girl because i'm a woman and i'm viewed as fragile i'm viewed as helpless and for the most part that's how we kind of come into relationships we're the nurturing ones. We're the ones that have to stay at home. Lately, I've been seeing these clips online about marriage boot camp hip hop edition, which is just which is just loving hip hop with another name because it's literally all the same people. One of the couples on there is Soldier Boy and his. I'm gonna call her long suffering. Her long his long suffering girlfriend Nia, Nia Riley, who's actually the daughter of legendary R&B group member of Blackstreet, and producer, Teddy Riley. Now, when I say they've been on and off for 10 years, according to them, and he's cheated multiple times, he's also straight up disrespected her over and over and over again on social media. He's called her a bitch, a hoe, everything. And this is after he's got caught cheating multiple times over and over and over again. And I look back at it and I'm just like, baby girl, are you, is this what you think that you're worth? And he tells her, she literally told them, I feel like I'm living in a gilded cage. If he had his way, he would lock me in the house and just make me cook and clean and have sex whenever he felt like it, when he was home. And he nodded in agreement. Is that what our role is? I mean, two weeks ago, it was 2019. We just celebrated a new year, 2019. And these are still the roles that we're expected to play. We feel this pressure to be loyal no matter what. But men, do they have to feel that same loyalty? The answer is no, not all the time. Now, are there some good men out there? Absolutely Are there some men that have never cheated on their woman? Absolutely. Are there some men that will ride or die? Are there some more papooses out there in the world? Absolutely. But again, it seems like y'all are the exception and not the rule. And again, what is it? What is it about our society? What is it about our culture that allows men to just sow their wild oats? They're expected to kind of sow their wild oats. They're expected to live their best life. They're expected to go out, you know, date a whole bunch of women get it all out of their system before they settle down when all this stuff happened with tiger woods and we hear about you know michael jordan all this crazy stuff that he did you know with all these other women and you know even my dad in his age you know he talks about wilt chamberlain you know one of six thousand women and all this crazy stuff and they laugh about it because it's expected it's normal It is the norm that we've given. And so when you make something the norm, there's no responsibility to be better. For women, can you imagine? I remember when I started watching Sex and the City. And I would see Samantha Jones. And not even just Samantha, but like all the women on the show. They were free. They were doing what they wanted to do. These were successful women who, if they wanted to have sex, they would have sex. They were dating multiple men sometimes at the same time but it was so controversial why you have a show about men doing the exact same thing it's just boys being boys but again if women if we embrace our sexuality and I almost feel like I'm going on like a whole different tangent outside of cheating But if we embrace our sexuality and we decide to be liberated and not be shackled down by society's norms, we're whores, we're sluts, we're tramps, we're tricks, we're everything. Let's go back to cheating. I had a girlfriend who sent me a story and I'm not going to use her name, but I wanted to just kind of get a feeler out there about some things about cheating and how it affects people, really. So I want to share her story with you guys. I was cheated on by my first husband. The first time he did it with his ex, and he claimed it was because they were drinking or whatnot. He apologized and said that it wouldn't happen again. Some years later, into the marriage, he does it again. The reason is because he said that he wanted children. And she was having complications having children. He got the girl pregnant in hopes that he could raise them her with the baby mama. She was hurt and pissed at the same time, and she was willing to try. So, later on, baby is born in August, and in a dream she had in October, she felt like the girl might be pregnant again. She asked him, and he denied it. Come November, turns out the girl actually was pregnant again. At this point, she decided it's no mistake. You want to be with this woman. Go and be with her. She said that she packed up his stuff and dropped it off with the baby mama. And it destroyed her because she wanted to have kids. She had a miscarriage and never got pregnant again. She actually found out that she had PCOS. So if you're listening to this, I want to let you know I'm with you because I also have PCOS. For those of you who don't know, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it is not impossible, but it's very difficult to get pregnant. When you have peacocks and the older you get, it makes it even worse. Okay, Back to the story. It already had her down about not having kids. But for to cheat on me for that reason was horrific. I would have divorced him first had he come to me. But I loved him so much. Now, speed up to now, he's still with the baby mama. They got married and they have five kids. And he apparently is drinking his life away because he is unhappy with his new wife. Sometimes she still wishes that they were together. She feels like she knows that he still loves her and has feelings for her because when he comes to visit their house, he always wants a hug. and He always wants to kiss and always gives affection. Then he gets tears in his eyes as he leaves. He can't help that he's made the choice and he has to live with it. For the most part, I agree. He's made his bed and now he has to lie in it. He still wishes that we were together, but not me. When he visits our godson. I love you, sis, for sharing that story. And that isn't like any other women. We've heard multiple, we can hear many, many millions, millions of stories like this about women being just flat out disrespected. And men too. I always hear this thing about when men cheat, it's for the physical. You could cheat and not think about them ever again. But when women cheat, it's emotional. And sometimes I think it's true on both sides. I don't think that women necessarily only cheat out of emotion. I think that that would be an insult to like our sexuality. Again, we get the same feelings as men. Is it that we have better self-control? I don't know. And there are women out here who would just throw it at anybody who would catch it. I have known a few of those in my lifetime. But again, is that the exception? Is it the norm? And if you're in a relationship with somebody like that, how do you handle it? What do you do if they cheat on you? Are you the type of person that, oh, if you cheat on me, it's a wrap, I'm done. Are you more forgiving? Can you forgive that person? Can you really sit down and take inventory of what the goods, the bads, the pros, the cons, the ups and the downs? Has that person confessed to you or did you catch them in the act? That could be a whole other thing. And I mean, really, really think it. Let's say if you're the type of person, if you're listening to this right now, and if you have, or if you think you might be at the point where you're about to cheat on somebody, listen, I always tell any man that I'm with, if you feel like you get to a point where you're about to cheat on me, break up with me. Call me or text me right then and be like, you know what? I can't do this no more. Bye. Bye. I would rather you do that. You can be single. You can be free to be out here and just doing you live your best life. You ain't ever got to go back and forth with me ever again. But to disrespect what we have and what we're building, I would hope that you wouldn't. But I can't stop you from doing it either. Now, if you've been cheated on. Do you forgive and forget? Is it hard for you to get over that? Are you the type of person that brings it up in every conversation? Again, my thoughts on this are very simple. You can't have somebody cheat on you. You decide to stay in a relationship and then bring it up every time they do something. Every time they walk out the door. Oh, you going to see Melissa again? Every time the phone rings. Is that Melissa calling? No. If you're choosing to stay in that relationship, then you need to choose to get over it. If you're not over it, then you're not ready to be back in that relationship. Maybe you guys need to go to counseling together. Maybe you need to go to counseling by yourself. But you can't force somebody to keep paying for the same mistake over and over and over and over again. I remember I had a situation, a situation. I remember I was in a relationship with a guy. um, And this was in college. And he cheated on me. And it was like blatant cheating. Like, I don't even give a F cheating, like crazy, crazy cheating, right? To the point where I was just like, and I was just, I, ooh, I was just so young, dumb, and naive. And he told me about it, and I forgave him. We had all these big fights about it and everything like that. And in my heart of hearts, I really, really tried. I tried not to bring it up. I probably failed miserably. I tried not to bring it up, but literally every time his phone rang or I would hear that my heart would skip a beat. Every time he walked out the door, my heart would fall into my stomach. And I would literally be like waiting with bated breath until he came back. I became one of those people where I was literally following. Like, not following, but like if he said I was going here with the boys and it took him, he said he was going to come back at 8. At 8.15, if he wasn't back, I was in the car. Like, I was one of them chicks. I did that. I did that one time and I said, after this, I'm not playing crazy no more. I'm not going to do this for nobody because my mama raised me better than that. I'm not chasing after no man. There's this one song lyric that I love and my mom always says this too. A man is or a woman is whoever a person is where they want to be, right? If they not with you, then they don't want to be with you. Receive. So if you have somebody in your life who's constantly out, constantly keeping you as an option and not a priority, baby, baby girl or baby boy, I need for you to know your worth. I need for you to know that you're worth way more than that. And for the people out there that are cheating, men or women, you need to figure out what's going on with you as well. What is it about your relationship that made you step out like that? the one sacred thing, the one sacred part, that intimacy, that's supposed to be for you and your partner. If you're not happy, have you expressed that? If they don't turn you on anymore, if they don't excite you like they used to, have you talked about it? So many times I hear these stories about, well, she wasn't doing this and she wasn't paying attention to me or he wasn't telling me how beautiful I was no more. He wasn't doing this no more. Have you talked about it though? Have you said to this person this is what I'm feeling right now? And for me to be happy in this relationship, this is what I need. Communication and trust. Oh my god. It's so important. And if you don't have either one of those, you're doomed from the start. If you can't talk some real shit with your partner, What are y'all together for? If you can't trust your partner when they leave out the door, what are y'all together for? I know it's the end of my spiritual journey. But for the most part, I think I've come to this conclusion with myself. I've been dating and everything and I kind of see people like playing around and you know what I mean? But I'm too old for that. I'm in my early 30s. And there's kind of like a light switch that comes on when you turn 30. I think like every milestone. And then things happen. You go through experiences. In every relationship that you're in, you should learn a lesson. Ariana Grande put out this song, Thank You Next, where she said that one of her exes taught her love. One taught her patience. One taught her pain. I got that, too. I have one ex that taught me love. I got one ex that taught me Patience. I have one that taught me what type of woman I want to be. I've one that taught me what type of man I will never, ever even give the time of day to ever again. I have one person that taught me that friendship and love don't always mix. I have one person that taught me that sometimes life experiences, your different life experiences can bring you together But also the lack of trust, it can pull you apart. Even if there's no cheating. If you end up having to pay for the sins of their past relationships over and over and over again, it is not healthy. Not at all. And it's not fair to that other person as well. If that person is killing themselves trying to prove that they're trustworthy, they're going to get exhausted after a while. And the relationship is going to sizzle and fizzle out. So this is what I'm going to say. I want you guys to know your worth, male or female. If your partner, whoever it is, is constantly stepping out on you, then you need to be able to stand in yourself, stand in your own truth, look in your own mirror. Am I worth this? The answer is no. You're worth far more than this. And there's somebody out there that can give you what you're worth. Pay attention to red flags. I cannot say this enough. When your spidey sense is tingling, yo, like, listen to it. Yo, my best friend is like the CIA, yeah? When I say this chick will literally, like, if something don't smell right to her, like, she will literally break everything down to me. Well, he said he was doing this, but then I saw in a text message, but then I could tell by the way he clicked the tones on his phone, like the, the, the six, it don't click like that. It don't make that noise. That was a seven. So I knew he was dialing his, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? Like, she is an FBI sleeper agent, I believe. Pay attention to those red flags, though. If you notice all of a sudden, so, and I will tell you, but to my men out there, for the most reason, like, y'all tells are, like, so, sometimes they're so obvious. If I'm with a guy for, like, 10 years, I know him. I know his ins and outs. I probably know him better than he knows himself. All of a sudden, he's getting like his hair cut differently. He's wearing whole different types of clothes. He's switching colognes. He didn't switch from boxers to boxer. What you what, what you doing? And who are you doing it? What, what, what's all this for? You ain't ever did all this for me. What's happening? For my men, pay attention to your woman. And you know when you ain't been doing, right? So if your woman is walking around the house smiling, cheesing, happy in a motherfucker, and you ain't been doing what you're supposed to be doing as a man. <laughs> Somebody probably is. Communicate, too. That's the next thing. Just talk to your partner. Whatever you want or need in a relationship, tell him. I don't know about if any of my exes are listening. I couldn't read none of y'all minds. I don't know if you thought that I could. I could not. And if I ever made you feel like I expected you to read mine, I apologize right now. I'm not a mind reader. I know Miss Chloe is, or Cleo is. Apparently there's a Long Island medium that can talk to ghosts, but the rest of us are truly not. Your partner has no idea what you want or what you expect out of a relationship if you don't verbalize it to them. If you need sex three times a week, maybe you should tell them that. If you need, I don't know, if you want to go dancing once a week and that's how you feel close, that's where your intimacy is, tell them. If you want your partner to walk around the house and they draw every once in a while just to keep you excited, keep the juices flowing, make sure you tell them that. They can't read your mind. They don't know if you want them to do the loop de loop this way and not that way. If you want them to be on top more than they on the bottom, tell them. They don't know. They can't read your mind. And if your partner is willing to tell you what they need in the relationship, please be willing to receive it. There's been things that I do for my man. And there's been things that my man does for me. And it's not even always in the bedroom. Sometimes there's things that you just share with each other just for the sake of being for that person. I'll give you an example. I had an ex where he was really, really into poetry. Actually, a guy I was dating. I'm not even going to say an ex. He was really, really into poetry and acting. And he really, really wanted to, like, make that into something. He already had a nine to five. But that was, like, a passion of his. Let me tell you something. As a a person who's dating somebody who wants to break into like the creative acting kind of field, it can be very frustrating. They want you to do scenes with them. They want you to do monologues with them. You got to watch them practice. You got to go and take them to auditions. You got to stand with them in line. You got to sit with them in their waiting rooms while they audition the stuff. Y'all got to take the train to New York City every week so they can go, out. man, it's a job. But that's what he needed. That was me being supportive. On the flip side, I am a traveler and I'm a movie person. So I want to go to the movies all the time. Every time there's a Marvel movie come out, I'm going. Every time there's a DC moving out movie coming out, I'm going. And we need to talk about it every time there was something listen when i say book conventions podcast conventions oh you didn't think we was going we was going i'm a content creator i want to be around other content creators so sometimes i would have to lock myself in the second bedroom to record podcasts all day or sometimes i'm sitting and researching and create my script or create my notes for the podcast that i'm going to record later Or sometimes I'm asking all their friends, hey, what do y'all think about R. Kelly? Hey, what do y'all think about the Colin Kaepernick situation? Do you got to interview everybody everywhere we go? But he didn't. He didn't complain about it because he knew that's what I needed. And he wanted to support me. And I I love that about him. That's what you need to do in a relationship. That's what a relationship is for. There's one person in the world that's got to put up with all your bullshit. (laughs) And there's rewards and there's perks that come with it. There's that intimacy from having that other person in the world, that one person that's supposed to y'all supposed to ride or die for each other, not just me ride or dying for my man. Equal. So I will tell you this, I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Make sure in a relationship that you're equally yoked, make sure that there's trust that blind, unconditional trust. But also make sure that you're earning that trust on the other side. Talk to your partner. Tell them what's going on. If you want your woman, if you feel like, ooh, she done gained all this weight after the baby. First of all, she didn't make that baby by herself. I can't believe I had somebody actually email me that. Well, the reason why I cheated is because she gained 40 pounds after she had the baby. Yeah, she brought life into this world, bruh. (laughs) Your whole body changes after that. So you think running off and running off with a woman with a tighter body, did that make you feel any better? So now you didn't got 20% and you didn't left 80% behind. Ah, the 80-20 rule, really it gets y'all every single time. And I'm telling you, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. For either person. Talk to your partner. If you feel like, ooh, she didn't gained all this weight. Go to the gym with her, meal prep with her, encourage her. Tell her she's beautiful. We still need to hear that. You don't think that we see that baby weight when we walk past the mirror? You don't think that I see those stretch marks? I see them. I'm uncomfortable. I miss my high school or my college body. But I might need that encouragement. She might be going through postpartum. And same thing with your man. If your man is stressed at work and He's depressed and he's gaining weight or he's depressed about his family situation or something else is going on. Talk to him. Figure out what's going on. Encourage him and be by his side instead of looking for an out or instead of looking for somebody who has physically what you're looking for. But mentally and emotionally ain't got nothing for you. And again, if you in a relationship where you feel like this ain't going to work, instead of leading that person on and cheating on them down the road, let them go. Let them find somebody that's for them and you find somebody that's for you that satisfies every single one of your needs. Cheating is all about self-control or a lack of self-control. To me, there are never any excuses for cheating because you make a choice to cheat. You make a choice to step out on your relationship. You make a choice to step out on your marriage. In conclusion, ooh, that was deep. In conclusion, I want you guys to think about that. Now, let's go back to the Cardi B situation. Let's even think about Wendy Williams, allegedly. Because, as Wendy says, all is swell in Huntersville. There's this big, huge story, these big, huge accusations going around about her husband, Kevin, aka Kelvin, uh, who knows, about him having an alleged mistress that she might be allegedly pregnant. Now he's allegedly running off. And that's the reason why the show has been delayed. There's just reruns playing over and over again. You've seen her like slurring her words. She seems a little bit off her game. And it might be apparently, allegedly, because her husband is stepping out on her. This affects us. It affects men. It affects women. It affects us in the same way, that betrayal that comes with cheating. You've given somebody else what's only supposed to be for us. That's deep, man. And again, if you're deciding to forgive someone after they've cheated. If you're deciding to stay in that relationship. One, you need to make sure that that person one is all the way back in it with you. Are they asking for forgiveness because it's like, oh, man. Because you were giving them so many privileges and now they can't get any of that is it more convenient or easier to be with you to stay with you does this person have all of that out of their system what was the reason that they cheated and if it was so easy for you to step out could they possibly do it again these are all things that you got to think about let's go back to Cardi and offset everything that happened in that relationship one it played out in social media but two, it was so, so disrespectful. It was just so blatantly, like, especially when you got two people that are in the spotlight, whose lives are playing out for the world to see. And not only do we see everything, but they share everything with us. He proposed on stage in front of a large audience. They're constantly doing Instagram stories. We found out that he was cheating from Instagram when somebody kind of just spilled the tea everywhere. She made the announcement to leave him on Instagram. And then we saw them back together again on Instagram. I mean, your life is out there like that. And again, like all this back and forth. He's young. He's rich. When you got people around like that, when money is of no object to you and you got surrounded yourself with sycophants, people who just say yes to you all the time, when you can have whatever you want at the drop of a dime, when it's nothing for you to fly a girl out to have sex in a a hotel, when it's nothing to fly a girl to an island, it was nothing for you to fly somewhere, when all of that means nothing to you and it's so easy for you to do it and you're used to getting your own way, you're used to that instant gratification. Can you go back? To being faithful, Can you go back to having just that one woman? Of course you can. Of course you can. Are you willing to do that though? Are you willing to understand what you have in front of you? The family that you've built and created for yourself. The fact that now you have a little girl in this world. Aside from all the other children that you have. You have a little girl in this world. Do you want somebody to do to her? What you've done to her mother. I just blew your wigs back again. That's enough about cheating. We could talk about this literally all day long, y'all. But I'm going to let y'all get back to y'all day. But I want to hear back from y'all. Send me your stories. Send me your your ideas, your opinions. Let's talk about this. Let's have a conversation. I want to hear from you guys. Make sure you drop me a line. Okay? Make sure you visit the blog and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast now available in Apple iTunes podcast app. Also available on SoundCloud. I love you guys so, so much. Continue to send me and share me your stories and your ideas. I'm looking for ideas for topics for next week's episode as well. So again, send me your thoughts, send me your ideas, continue to support and listen and like and share and subscribe to the podcast, thedoubledigitdiva.com and drop me a line at thedoubledigitdiva at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you, but until I do, it's just me and this mic. Bye, y'all. Uh.